Hi, this is your host, Akandi Adirale, and this episode is brought to you by water. Are you thirsty? Drink water. Hi, welcome back to Pod Save Africa. Today, we will be continuing our discussion with part two on the conversation with some young African women on marriage. I hope you continue to enjoy. When I hear someone say something like, oh, my wife has to, it's like, all right, that's about that so we sat here and one of the things we've done now is that each of you has put out certain things that you'd like in a, in a husband right in a life partner you said I mean you, you have to some degree you said you know, I've said what I don't like you've said what you don't like which is fair. I know who I Exactly, but isn't it isn't it also perfectly acceptable? And it's not. It might not be a cup of tea, whoever that person is. But you know, isn't that okay for young men to also equally say, even if it ends up being cooking and things? The way our society is set up, right? It's okay. I look at it this way. There are certain things black people do. There are certain things white people do. A black person can say white people do this and it's fucked up. But if a white person says something, it's like you're being racist. Uh, I think society is patriarchal. So when I say I don't like when men do this, it's for you to change and adjust. Let's get better. When a man says I want a woman that does this, it's like get the fuck out of here. Because society already conforms to what you you want. Exactly. Exactly. So when guys are talking, I'm just like... Men have always been allowed to take what they want. Exactly. Right. Time. Uh, so it's giving women the chance to say, okay, fill in the gaps and say, exactly. oh, and we are just, yes. you know, the frames a little bit. Right. I think that's what we're, we're trying to. All right. So, so my next question, let's go into logistics of marriage, right? Logistics. 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 Yeah. 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 It's not about love, right? So that's good. <laughs> All right. So logistics of marriage. Um, simple question now. When do you want to get married? If you do, right. like, when? What is it? Perfect age. Let's, let's do that. Yeah. Huh? I feel like. As I get older, that question sounds closer and closer to when do you want to to get your degree? I feel like it's just a thing to me. It's not even like at this point in my life, I have to blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Because wherever life takes you, what if you really just don't find that person that's my person? And I shouldn't feel bad about that. So I don't put a number. So you don't don't give yourself. Okay. I definitely used to have an age. Do you mind sharing that age? I won't even like deny that. I used to have an age. I was like, oh, by like 26, I should. Okay. Like, I need to. Like, you remember 26 is like. And it's, it's not even about. It's not, it's, not even, it's not even about how close. I mean, she, you can you can meet someone and you get married. Like, that's not even like a thing. It's more like now it's like, I don't have an age just because it's like, I don't want to put a stamp on my life. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to put a stamp on. Because, like, if you have that age, you, as much as it might not even be your, might, unconsciously, you might get to age and you start panicking unconsciously. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you might start having that like weird feeling, like oh wow, like I don't even have to, like it's one of oh I don't even have a boyfriend. God, like are you serious? Like right. what is wrong with me? Right. You know what I mean? And I don't like putting that stamp on you, like right. putting pressure on yourself. Yeah. And what is that? Like, you can you can like that energy of like thinking about all that you can do to something else. Expand your like people start your own business. Do you, you know what I mean? Like right. expand yeah. your own life. Expand yourself. Make yourself better. Right. And it's like you, you, you putting that in there, and I feel like it's, look, like it's one of those things that you want to tell other girls too, because it's like putting that stamp on your life. 
just a lot to you. Yeah, it's not okay. It can be yeah, it's not okay. Because yeah. even it's also one of those where you start accepting whoever. I'm not yes. kidding. You are start accepting whoever. People that like maybe at like this age, I was like, God forbid, I'm not even kidding. At that age, you're gonna get to that 26, 27, and be like, maybe. I mean, maybe. So good, but actually, I agree with all of you guys. My own reason for having an age. Oh, you do have. I have an age. I'm going to say egotistical. <laughs> I want to get married at 27. 27. So that I can already have my first child at 29. Okay. So at 30, I might get to 30, and I want to be able to drink. Pregnant. Oh. Okay. Okay. So my for having an age. Wait, I actually. I also have a stamp of 26 to 27 because I believe that if this is someone that I'm already, of course, we'll have a relationship president, so please. <laughs> but you don't know why you, you might meet the person. Exactly, you don't know why you might meet the person, but you know, if this is someone I've already started a relationship with, marriage is really just a wedding. They will continue the relationship like that. What I don't have the stamp on is when I want to have my first kid because uh, there might be still. Some things in my life that I want to accomplish right then. So really, well, marriage is okay. Okay, you marry. And that's also, I mean, it's funny, but like that still stands by my difference with most. Like, it, because like when I tell, say like, oh, I want kids more than I want a husband, people look at me like, yo, relax. But like, really, I do though. Like, I do, and and I don't. And I feel like it stems from the fact where I have this idea, and I and it's, it's not true for every case. But I feel like children love you more unconditionally than your husband would. And it's and treat your children right. You know, be good to your kids. Right. I know good. Yeah. And that's and for me it's like I know that that love I'm gonna get from my kids is definitely a peace of headache. mind. Yeah. It's yeah. A, I mean you're gonna get headache, but like peace of love. I mean, like the peace of mind of knowing that someone loves you. Some people will tell me we'll get a dog. I'm like, look, there's a peace of mind knowing that there are people, there are like people that like no matter what. No matter what they love you, uncle, just be good to them. Because yeah. like, people be like, oh, no, your children might not love you. I'm like, if you're good to your children, there's no reason why they won't. Right. Yeah. There's no reason. So, the reason why, because as you said earlier, I used to have an age. I think as I was growing up, and I was telling you guys this earlier today, like, for some reason in my mind, once I finished secondary school, I blink and wake up married with kids. I didn't know what happened in between. Okay. Just growing up, I never really, because you don't. No one talks about it. You see your parents and you see yourself. So the stuff in between, I never knew what that was about. Yeah. And then you start college, you're like, oh shit, life is life. Mm-hmm. And I think I got to a point, and this was probably last year after I graduated, where I think someone was making some joke about how, oh, we graduated, very soon we'll be getting married, <laughs> that kind of 26 or something else. In my head, I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Then I started to think about it, okay. What you're saying is in four years, I would have gotten my shit enough together that I think me and somebody can have it enough together that we can start something. And I was just like, okay, that's possible. But I don't think that's realistic for me. I really didn't think it was realistic. And I was like, okay, in the past four years at university, how much have I changed on top of me just trying to figure myself out now to go and, you know, sign papers and say I'm tied to this person, we are now one. Like it all just wasn't adding up. So I just give myself the leeway that whenever it happens, it happens. If it happens at 40, it happens at 40. But I'm not going to tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to do it. I'm 
I would, I would like to have kids at a certain age, but getting married, I have a more loose okay. age on that. So it seems that, if I would be correct if I said this, based on my perception so far, the who you marry is a lot more important than the when. Of course. Yes. Right? Right? Of course. Oh, right. Jesus. <laughs> but she can pressure you into marriage and you're like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a thing yeah. too for guys. It really yeah. is. But at the same time, if you're not dating someone for eight years and giving them one, they're not going to pressure you. <laughs> so also, guys, I feel like if you know, because I feel like a lot of guys wow. do this, right? right? They will date you for, they can date you for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. And they know in their hearts of hearts that they don't. I mean, but you guys were just okay with life partners. <laughs> I said most of you were just okay with life partners. Let me explain what they like. No, of course. Also, if you don't see that, that's the thing. I feel like a lot of women, most men will. They will only date you if they see a future with you. Like some women, and this is not for all women, but like some women will just. You know, whatever, just for the sake of dating. But guys are very notorious for doing that. Yeah. They date you, they love you until you find your life. And yeah. then yeah. you keep dragging on for 10 years. Yeah. And at the end of 10 years, it's like, well, they find you. But yeah. I never find you. Marry you. I never really saw you as someone I would marry. They, so you're just playing with me for 10 right, years. Right. They like that companionship. So they date you for a long time to meet their wife. But they think they, 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 they know. Okay, they know that they'll see each other with you, but they'll see you. I think it's Right. Because I am. Definitely for life partnerships. It's just like if I think if I'm dating someone and we get to the like three year dating mark, we have to have a conversation. Okay. Not necessarily about marriage, but like, okay, what do you want for your life? What do I want for my life? Are we going in the same direction? Mm -hmm. Like, can we like help each other out, be together, form a union of some sort? Actually, like me. Yeah, like. I'm not going to stay with someone beyond the third year kind of like beyond the third year, like if you don't ever see I'm not not even married. I've never get a man for more than three years. Seriously, like if you think you if you think you don't want to spend the rest of your life, I will never date you after the third year. I feel like it's only fair to both of us. You cannot find someone else you can have one with. I mean, but some people have shared expectations. They're both okay. That's perfect. They're both okay with dating. But I guess you got it. I know, and I know, and I know, and I know, like, what you're trying to say. Like, right. yeah, I see some people that are okay with just this thing, guys. So it's like, okay, if you get a friend, it's like, fine. But, like, you know your partner, bro. Like, you know who you're dating, you know what, you know where her head is. Like, you're dating someone for, like, like, people are saying eight years. You don't know, for eight years, and you know that this woman wants marriage. There's something wrong with you. Bro. Eight years, I, I, I never spied if you guys were high school sweethearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm 22, I'm done with college, I'm working. Like, yeah. you're not going to come and date you for eight years. Think of 20, because now you're dating some 30. And then I'm dancing out and you don't know. Actually, <laughs> you must be like, I have to poison you because you don't know. Honestly, I have to poison you. Honestly, I feel like, and I know like, it's definitely a thing like that. So, yeah. Don't people are poisoning you. Some girls are like, the girl knows the deal. She's not about that marriage. But like, if it's all for you, you don't know whether she likes marriage. Hi, I apologize for interrupting your listening. 
I hope you've been enjoying the episode so far, but this episode is brought to you by our new sponsor, Useful Corruption. Hey, do you happen to be a corrupt politician who has $100 million or so lying under your bed or $50 million in the guest bathroom? How about considering Useful Corruption? Invest your stolen funds in local businesses at reasonable interest rates and make that money work for you while you make your money work for the people. Useful corruption. Stealing. That helps. This podcast or this podcast helps or anybody affiliated with this podcast does not in any way endorse or encourage money laundering. <laughs> Remember when I asked about the who being more important than the when, right? So the who, right? I think that, or I would argue that for our generation, we have, especially those who are inclined towards marrying marrying people from certain cultures, like most Nigerians are, they're like, oh, you know, I want to marry people from the same country, sometimes even the same tribe, sometimes Mm -hmm. the same thing, except it's very deep for some people. Like, or even those. Yeah, I get get it. But but, but, does he go to our church? I know, hey, I get it. I get it. Is he he, he of the same, you know, exact denomination within your faith? So, you know, are you guys worried about the future moving forward that, you know, because, you know, you guys are all, everybody here has graduated now. You're moving on to different spaces. You might not be living in the same city you're living currently Mm -hmm. in in three months. Like something might move you away. Your Mm -hmm. job might move you away, all those kind of things. We have a very uniquely different challenge than our parents did. For the most part, they stayed wherever they were, period. For the yeah. most part, do you guys are you guys worried about that when it comes to factoring and finding a life partner? Like, if you found the person you thought you'd be with for the rest you know, of your life, it's funny. It's funny because that that actually like that was a real thing for me. I mean, before I like before my ex and I broke up, like it was a real thing for me personally. Like, I already like I made up my mind that look like. I'm not going to stay here because of you. We, we even discussed it like, I'm not going to stay here because of you. I'm like, I'm, I am mean, I, I just graduated. I'm not going to put my life abroad for anybody. Okay. You should know this. You should be in the same headspace. If it works out, if it's supposed to work out, it will work out, you know? Okay. And, and I, and I actually, like, it's one of those things where it's like, you also have to make sure the person you're dating should understand that. Like, it's not, don't hold me back and don't make me stay somewhere because, oh, like, I don't know what I, like, how would you just abandon me and abandon our relationship? It's not really about abandon. Think about it. And it's one of those things where people say this too. Your 20s are your selfish years. It's actually a thing. Yeah, like you can't you can't base your life off somebody that's not even certain. Where's the ring? Yeah. I can't I can't I can't, I can't like put my life. But what I if you never find certain? What, what if you're never in one place for a long time? I don't. I, don't, I would definitely <laughs> believe in longer sense. Yeah, believe in longer sense. encourages. Yeah, I encourage you. Like okay. if if let's say me and ex me and Kia for example, okay. I relationship and I feel like you know what I love Kia to be moon and back. If I have a job opportunity in Minnesota, right, I don't think that that should break our relationship. Like, yeah, yeah. it's going to be difficult. Yeah. But like, if we truly, like, not to be, yeah, like, what are you about to? <laughs> not to be a romanticist or an idealist, but like, right. yeah. if we really love each 
each other mm-hmm. or whatever, really think that we're meant yeah. for each other. Right. This is a factor, one. To be it's temporary. Yeah, it's not going to be forever. Okay. So just because we're not in the same geographical location for X amount of, I mean, even if I just need your best human, so that I will actually get to the level where I can transfer or your job. Do you understand? Like, right, right. we should have a plan. Like, I, I fully believe it. Like, we should have a plan. But for me to say, oh, I'm not going to accept that job so I can be here doing a random thing, making minimum wage. That doesn't make sense. And it's, also, oh, it's, also, mm-hmm. it's also one of those things where, like, and I guess you have that optimism about, like, long distance. I don't. So I had, I had already, like, made up, like, for me, it's like, I would, if for a situation where it has to be like, oh, I'm dating you, I'm like, I have to move away. I've already made up my mind that it wouldn't work. It's a horrible thing, I guess. But it's like, I've already made up my mind it's not going to, like, I don't know, and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, it's just like entry level, especially entry level, it's like, how long would it even take for me to get to that senior level for you, for me to come back and move for you? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to make you move if you can't, too, because you're in like, for, actually, because, okay, I met you here, you're working here, you're in a good place. Right. I'm moving somewhere to be in a good place. Like, I'm not going, like, for me, it's like, I'm not going to also, like, force, for me, it's like, I don't want to force something where it's like, I don't know the next time, like, all no. this traveling oh, and flights, all this traveling and flight tickets, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't want to do something where it's like, it's not certain, I don't want to, like, I don't also want to make you have regrets, like, oh, I bought all these tickets, all those flight tickets, I'm doing, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's more of like, for like, everybody's peace of mind, you have to be hard when you break, or everybody's going to be upset and sad and cry. But like, for that moment, it's like, it's more of like a peace of mind. And then, if we break up, it's like, it was, it, technically, it's not a bad breakup, it's not like a horrible reason, it's like, okay, everybody's trying to live a better life, whatever. But like, if we find our way back to each other in, I guess, the busy line of things, if we find our way back to each other, everything works out, like, then yes, but like in the beginning, the get go of the moving, I don't, I'm not like, oh, let's do long distance. Do you think right. that has some to do with the stage we are in in life right now? Because I would assume, at least because I agree with you up until the point where it's like, imagine if you are 30, you are stable, you are fine, he is 30 something. He's stable, he's fine. You guys have a good relationship. You're at the point where you're talking about being together and starting a partnership forever mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, if you find a job that is better and it moves you, I don't think you would end that relationship. So, I you exactly. But, like, okay, now, and that's, that's, I guess that's where you go. Because for me, I'm thinking of personally right now. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Personally, think, personally, right now. So, for me, it's like I'm thinking, okay, right now, like I know that. Listen, whatever, whatever, exactly, right whatever job I'm getting right now, I don't know how long it's going to take for me to get to a level where I can just decide yeah. where I want to stay. Okay. Yeah. But like, I, th- like, I feel like at 30, like I've been working in a particular firm for years, they probably have another office in like, where like, let's say, I don't know, he's in like California and I'm in like, I don't know, New York, whatever, that's like other things. I just like, I just like, I'm like, for me, it's like, I can like, for me, I can get to a stage where it's like, okay, um, I can definitely I got a level where I can make those type of decisions in the, like oh like look I think I want to move I identify and, and also like especially for those type of relationships we need to like there has to be a, I have to feel a certain and I guess that's obvious if you're so you have to feel that way but there has to be like a sense of like I know that if I move back here with you this like it's that like it makes sense like there's stability in this like I'm not gonna move back and then it's like oh then we broke up like exactly I feel like. This age I'm in right now is when I can do long distance because I'm I'm going to be working center or and everything and I feel like now is when I can travel because I'm I'm already planning on traveling 
Yeah, when I already had a travel, like, when I noticed to see somebody, I want mm-hmm. because it's this age when you can, you have no tides, so you can travel, you can move around. The admin gets to the family, it's to travel, it travel to you, you travel to me. This is mm-hmm. when you're moving into 30s, when you have more tides. You, you hopefully have a more carrying because what I was referring to is specifically like if you're not married if, yeah if you're not married I'm assuming in this situation I was assuming no kids no nothing it's literally just you as your sex, your successful 30 something year old self really all the you ties, have the ties are with the, with the job too because if you're 30 you no, might, it's, it's not that you're leaving your job you're right, taking no. a week off to go see your of baby. course but when you're 30 and you, you, you've been working in a higher management you're busier you cannot sure. it's not easy to take that week off to Sure. Go see your baby. But now in my entry level position, what job are they giving me that I cannot wait? <laughs> so I feel like it's a lot more easier now to travel around than if in 30 I'm expecting to be high up. I'm not I can't even think to go to next door house. Sometimes you know because it will be harder than you you have more responsibilities, even if you're not married, even if you don't have kids generally, than than to than to plan a trip and go somewhere. But now you can pick up and go. If, but when you're 30, you actually have to plan it. When do I have time in my schedule? Oh, yeah, I, like, I've been in college and I'd be like, oh my god, I, I have too much to do. Talk about when you're 30. That's a different ballgame. So that's why I feel like I can do I'm it sure. now. I come on to everything you guys said. And me, I completely concur. I'm not going to give up an amazing opportunity to work out wherever just to be in exchange for a random entry level uh, what's it called minimum wage but so I here just so I can be with someone like mm-hmm. great I'm fine. But at the same time one thing that I firmly believe is if I end up giving up all my relationships for work definitely not <laughs> and I end up forty maybe making six figures, maybe three hundred and something thousand, that would be great. Mm-hmm. But then if I'm alone I don't have um, yeah. a life, I don't have a family. Right. So it's be sad because at the end of the day, what is life if you spend your life chasing money? Do you understand? Right. That's you, like exactly. Like Imagine if you spend your entire life chasing money right. and you're on your deathbed and you have no one. Yeah. So at the same time, I believe like don't give up opportunities. You know, yeah. which is why I said I need a long distance. If it works, you can't. That's also why I say like, uh, you have chase those dreams, but at the same time, this life is basically a rat race. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if, if you end up on your deathbed and you have right. no one and you have all this mm-hmm. money in the bank, hmm. it's not very tragic. So, so, so you have to, yeah, you have to be very. You don't have anyone. You do, you make mistakes, you learn. Right. But yeah. me personally, if I if I truly feel like I'm in love with you and exactly. we are going somewhere, yeah. I'm going to find you. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm going to find you to make, make work. I'm yeah. not just going to say, oh, sorry, I'm out, bitch. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, sure. that's really it. Like, if you have a conversation with the person you're with and you see that this wants to be something bigger than just boy yeah. and girlfriend right. dating, it becomes yeah. a factor. Yeah. yeah. So my final question for you guys. Um, so generally, what we're chasing to some degree is happiness. I hate to sound like a preacher. Yeah. Really, that's what we're chasing, and we're trying to get it with somebody else, which is like you know, it's tough. Like I, I don't even have, I don't know anything I've liked for the entirety of my life. Like you know, things it kind of comes and goes. Where as you have to find somebody that you're going to be closer to 
than even your sisters or brothers have ever been true because you're going to be mm-hmm. together almost all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be recommendations for yourself and for your future partner to make sure that that works? Like looking at it idealistically at this point, you know, what would be the tip of, you know, you're, you're thinking about the tough times, you're thinking about the good times, you're thinking about, you know, when you guys have seven children and, and, and college at the same time, you're trying to pay all these bills, it's tough and everything, everybody's stressed out. What are your recommendations for both yourself and that other person? And you can call out men and like, you can say, man, I don't want you to be this exact way. That's fine. But um, to achieve that final happiness, what are your thoughts? Um, Go. I think one thing that has helped me a lot recently and going forward, I will continue to do this. So just every now and then, just pause, take it all in and just breathe. Because I was not the first on this earth, will not be the last. I am special, but I'm not the only special one. Like, I will stumble, I will fall, have to get up and keep going. So I take life in that way in all aspects, work, personal, anything. If something doesn't feel right, try to fix it. If it doesn't work, you move on. Like, the worst thing you can do for yourself partner-wise, yourself, your children, your job, whatever it is, is to just stay in that position wallowing and complaining. Uh You have to keep moving, otherwise you're not living. Because the only way to have a happy life is if you actually live life. Like, you're not going to sit here and just observe how life is so sad. You will have a sad life forever if all you're doing is observing that it is sad. And I think it's really important to, to sit down with yourself Know what's important to you, know what you will and will not take in your life, and just go with that, really. All right. For me, um, <clears throat> you said what's idealistically yes. for a partner. I think, like, one of the most important things, the two, two most important things to, to me are like a person that I can be one with. Like that one is really important. Like someone that values my every opinion, even the most stupid opinions I could have, and I consider this and tries to make sense of it. And also someone I can pray with. I'm I'm a Christian and I really believe in prayer. Prayer for me is more of the deep breath thing. It's something that counts. Even if like your aunt, the prayers aren't answered, just knowing that you can give it to someone and just get that calmness of mind afterwards that that prayer is like that take a a Mm -hmm. breath and take it all in that's that's it for me so someone that you know values that as well and doesn't like disregard it because i've seen people that their partners are she's praying who's this good that she's praying like someone that values that prayer as i do and doesn't make me feel less than for doing something like that Uh yeah what would i say what's my myself again 
mm-hmm. we've reanalyzed who I am again. And it's not it's not that that person changed who I was. It's just one of those things where it's like, okay, what went wrong in this past relationship? How can I change that? How can I be better from this past? I guess maybe it was bad, like, or this bad experience. How can I learn from this? You know what I mean? What mm-hmm. can I change about myself? And like, and in the whole point of that, trying to like find the positive in the whole situation, getting your headspace to a place where you're like, you're good, like, you know what I mean? And like, and I feel like generally too, you have to be good with yourself. Like, obviously you have to be good with you. And and with, and with that energy, you attract, and, and, and I, I, know, I know like people is like, oh, like you're being like, it's like, like an extra spiritual thing. But if you have, if you have good energy, you attract good people. And it's not, I mean, it's not always true. Like bad people come, but like with your good energy, you never let a bad, bad energy come to you. That's a fact, like, it's almost a thing. Like you can't, like you have good energy, no bad energy can come towards you. Like you already be like, okay, no, like, no peace. Yeah. Leave. You know what I mean? And it's like, and if you're not already like comfortable with yourself, you're not already happy with, with yourself, like, oh, I'm great the way I'm set up. Yeah. You, you're comfortable with settling for whatever. So if you're already like within yourself, like good, you're going to definitely be happy with whatever choice you decide to make to, I guess, heighten your happiness. Right. So the person and himself should be good. Well, you yourself should be good right. to be able to attract someone that is good with himself. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, so I would go with you. So it's a good one. You have to be good, yes. You can't come and find good in you. I found out that. You should cook and clean. I think for me, my own personal advice to myself is because I'm very impatient. So like, I'm one of those like, a guy can piss me off once and I will just delete it. Like, I don't care. I don't want to hear. Like, I'm one of those people. But um, I think my own advice to myself within the confines of marriage is to, would be to be more patient, to be more understanding and all that great stuff. But at the same time, just like Hachi said, you also have to know yourself and know what you can and what you won't take, right? (laughs) Although marriage goes through ups and downs and all that stuff, there are some things that are deal breakers. (laughs) So it varies from person to person. And if your partner is, has done something that they know is a deal breaker for you, you can give them the benefit of a chance. But like, know yourself and say, okay, I have a three strikes your house policy, or I have a one morning, seven time your house policy. Because if you keep taking and taking, you can end up changing yourself. And at the end of the day, you you resent the person, exactly. Not only do you hate yourself, but you will resent the person that you're married to. And it's, and it's just not going to work. Like, so I don't think there's any one advice that you can give to people in marriage. I've never been married. And it seems like something that's very difficult. Like like you said, you've never liked something for the entirety of your life. Like it is difficult. Like people change and you, you have to evolve and change your partner. For me, I'm a very, very stable person. I don't like change. Like I'm one of those people that cling to things. Like I'm not very, you know. So I think maybe I might find it a bit easier to kind of, you know, maneuver all the ups and downs that come with marriage and all that. But at the same time, I have to keep reminding myself that remember who you are and don't just accept anything just because you don't want that change. Just because you don't want to be 40 and single means that you should be accepting your husband and cheating on you every single day. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, so like that, for me, that's why I try to remind myself, even though you're a very stable person and you don't like change and you don't, at the same time, 
you also have to hold on to who you are and don't just accept anything for the sake of accepting, but also marriage is a lifetime commitment and do your best to the best of your own ability to make it work. Yeah. When your partner is not completely in that way, it's also a situation you have to, and it's also one of those things that you know if you are appreciate loving yourself. Because I feel like with it, because some people in, like, in marriages and relationships, well, marriages, um, it's like when your partner does something wrong, you think it's, something is wrong with you, not your partner. Right. Some people are like that, and it's like because you don't even love yourself enough to think that you're amazing. And it's the person that okay, it's clearly his fault. Why are you making it look like it's you? You have to get to a point where it's like, except I blatantly clearly did something wrong. You did something wrong, not me. You can't like cling on to like, oh, like okay, if he's oh, I have to break up with him, but like I can't. Like I don't know. Like you can't like make it seem like okay, I'll be lonely. Oh, I don't know how to do being alone. You have to make up your mind to know that I'm alone and I'm good. Okay. Just want to stay with you and control you, kind of thing. Like, if you're not happy within yourself, 
it's almost never <laughs> going to work. So thank you all for coming on the podcast. This has been Akandia Adirili on Pod Save Africa. I'd like to thank each of my guests, Kosala, Kelechi, Kachi, and Ayo, for coming on today. And Ene, who just left. I can't forget Ene. Anyways, um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe um, if you enjoy the podcast. And uh, thank you guys very much. Shana na shana na do, yo yo. Shana na shana na do, anati anati bo.